0: Whatever could went wrong, went wrong. in the Sabres opener to the New York Rangers, a bit of a downer, but we'll recap it next here on the Locked On Sabres podcast. Your Locked On Sabres, your daily podcast on the Buffalo Sabres. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, and thanks for making Locked On Sabres your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Today's episode of the show is presented by Jace Medical. Empower yourself when you purchase a Jace case, providing you with a personal supply of five antibiotics that treat 50-plus infections. Get yours today at jacemedical.com. That's e medical.com five to one Rangers over the Sabres, not the start that Sabre fans were hoping for and dreaming of um, as they begin the season with a big loss to the New York Rangers on home ice and a bummer, a deflator and whatever other terminology you want to use for it uh, that encapsulate that feeling. I mean, that's what I was feeling and a lot of Sabre fans were in the arena. I was at the game. And I got some, I got some experiences in the positive end for the arena experience that I want to get to a little bit later on on today's show. Um, be sure to check us out YouTube at Stinky Joe Sports. Your reaction to the game is welcome at Locked On Sabers as well. I had one listener at Lance Lance Nelson who chimed in. Is it too late to sign up for ninety eight points? I talked about on WGR and on the show. Like, would you sign up the dotted line for ninety eight points? That probably means playoffs. It definitely means, though, not a massive jump, but a subtle jump, but the drought ends. And most people said yes. Lance said, hey, is it too late to sign up for 98 points? It's only game one. Not what we were looking for from this squad, but so much room for growth, and there is plenty of time to grow 81 games. Of course, that is the sentiment that is going to follow after this game is, hey, you got 81 games to go. And I'll get into what went wrong. A lot of what went wrong in this game is circumstance- a a bad start and a a special type of opponent that is very poor for what the Sabres are built for. I also want to get to a little bit later on how Zach Benson looked in his debut um, as well. I do want to go through some of the numbers though, right at the start, the Sabres were not, were not, you know, good in this game at any point. I think I want to say at any point, they were not good in this game. Um, it, it happened right out of the start. I mean, they seems they seemed flat, which is kind of incredible given that it's the opener. And you know, you just had the RJ tribute. I, I, you know, people were shedding tears in that arena. I saw it uh, firsthand. Um, you, how could you not be fired up after seeing that game after that video and the and the entrance? You know, there was a, a cool tunnel thing that they did entering the game, and they came out completely flat against. A good team, but a team that was so ready for them to just smother them and not allow them to get their chances, and that really was the big theme of today's game. Looking at some of the numbers in this game, as the Sabers fall by a five to one score, shots on goal: thirty for the Rangers, twenty four for the Sabers. The Rangers go one for four on the power play. The Sabers go zero for three. Faceoffs well in favor of the Rangers: thirty eight to twenty two. Shot attempts. In total, 55 for the Rangers, 59 for the Sabres. The Sabres actually had more shot attempts in this game. Um, That's By the way, all situations at 5-on-5, the Sabres were at 37, the Rangers at 41. Expected goals for in this game. In totality, expected goals for 4.5 for the Rangers, 2.0 for the Sabres um, at five on five, 2.34 for the Rangers and 1.07 for the Sabres. So they lost on, you know, in the numbers they lost, you know, in your eyes, Um, just not a good game. So what went wrong? I do think it really had to do a lot with the start three minutes and 50 seconds into the game. The Rangers take the lead and You saw how the Rangers play hockey tonight. I just mentioned shot attempts for the game. The New York Rangers had, or the Sabres, excuse me, had 59 shots. 59 shots. And they only had 24 get through to the net. The Rangers, the Rangers were playing that game like a playoff game the way they were blocking shots. There's no way they're going to be able to hold that up all year, by the way, because they had guys leaving with injuries in the third period, shift after shift, because they were throwing themselves in front of shots, and they were getting injured. So, all right, Rangers, you got this one, but you're not going to be able to play that style of hockey and make it through the season the whole way. But it is the opener, so maybe there was a little bit of extra adrenaline that had them doing that. But that team played the trap. The moment they took the lead from then on, it was the 1-3-1 trap. They were throwing themselves in front of shots, blocking all sorts of shots. The Sabres couldn't get anything through to the net. And that's what happened. The Rangers felt free to play that style because they got the first goal. They scored early on, and they were able to employ that defensive style all the way through. And that is, at their core, I believe the style of hockey that the Rangers want to play. Yeah, they've got some offensive talent. They've got Panarin, Lafreniere scored in this game, even though I don't like him very much. Um, they've got Sabanishad. The 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 core talent of their team is the goalie and Igor Sterkin and the top four on the blue line. And that's how they played tonight, a team that wants to be built through their blue line and their goaltender. So they scored first and they were able to play that way. Then Chris Kreider, scores to make it two to nothing halfway through this the first period and then it was really over now you've got 50 minutes to go 48 minutes to go at that point you're down to nothing to a team that's going to play the trap throw themselves in front of block shots good luck coming back in that one that's really what it was it was a it was a bad type of opponent for the sabers um i i think they played matchup better with the other run and gun teams Or if you're going to beat teams like this Rangers team, you just got to make sure you score the first goal. It's more important to me to score the first goal against a team like the Rangers. Um, And that'd be true for anybody, I guess. And two, did I have a two? Maybe I didn't have a two. Yeah, I didn't. All right, that's fine. But that's what I thought went wrong. It was a special type of opponent and you gave up the the early goal. J.J. Paterka gets on the board. First goal of the Sabre season goes to... Paterka, Owen Power, Henry Yoki get the assists in that one. Um, Good goal. Top shelf. Good job by Paterka. When we come back, what did Zach Benson look like in his debut? I think you could have very different takes on Benson. I think I'm going to be somewhere in the middle. And then something that I experienced in the arena uh, that was really cool tonight. That's coming up here on the Locked on Savers podcast. We are presented by Sleeper. Sleeper is my go-to for fantasy football, fantasy basketball, and daily fantasy hockey. With Sleeper, you can win 100 times your cash on daily fantasy hockey. Go through it. Look at, you know, you like Tage Thompson for a certain game on Tuesday, maybe against Tampa, Artemi Panarin. How about Connor McDavid, Alex Ovechkin, Sidney Crosby? Just pick more or less on stats for these stars on stats like goals, assists, saves, plus, minus, and more. It's right. You heard me, Sabre fans. 100 tied payouts on sleeper. So start paying attention and get your picks right, and you could win. Big use the promo code locked on NHL, you'll get up to a hundred dollars match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply that's locked on NHL. See sleepers' terms of use for details. Back here on the locked on Sabres podcast, Stinky Joe DiBiase. What did Zach Benson look like in his debut for the Sabres? Well, Benson, I saw him out there a lot. The most notable line on the night for me was the Casey Middlestat, Zach Benson, and Jordan Greenway line. And that shouldn't surprise you, as if you look at the Sabres forward lines on the night, very different results. And if you look at the top two players for the Sabres overall, the number one player in expected goals for percentage in this game was Casey Middlestat. Actually, scratch that. He was tied. Casey middle said, five on five expected goals for number one, tied with Zach Benson. The numbers show Benson was great, really strong in his first game. And I thought there were a lot of nice moments for Zach Benson. He did play 14 minutes, 27 seconds, 17 shifts. So he played about four or five fewer shifts than the top line guys. So did it actually go that well Again, I do think there were some moments. He had a a couple of really nice scoring chances in the slot that I would like to see him finish, one of which hit a leg, so that's not really his fault, went out of play. I thought he did some nice things with pucks, with the puck, and drop passes. Um, I thought he saw the ice well. But there were far too many mistakes, and I do think Benson maybe was running around a little bit too much, maybe got a little bit over. It was a little bit much for him in night one. But you see the skill. You see the hockey sense on display. So all I think he's got to do is just take a chill pill and he'll be fine. There was a moment, and I, I saw this because I was in the arena. I don't, I, think you, I don't know if they showed it on TV. Um, I haven't watched the TV broadcast back yet. But I was in the arena, and Benson took that penalty in the first period. And it was complete BS, right? Like the Ranger player held his stick, um, and Benson got called for it. It, was, it has nothing to do with him. And he, you know, threw, had a little show to the ref, nothing crazy. He goes to the box, the Rangers score and Benson leaves the box and he's skating across the ice. And he says something to the referee. And as he's saying something, to the free. The referee tells him to come here and they have a, a little chat at center. And I thought what maybe was going to be happening was, Hey, like the, I know you're new, like new here. Like, Hey, my bad. I missed that. They told me after, or you just got to keep your, whatever, whatever the conversation was 18 year old rookies, What do you really want them doing there in their first NHL game? Don't you want them just skating away? Like the last thing you really want, even if he's completely 1000% in the right, which he was in that moment, you don't want him talking to the ref like that because aren't the refs then going to go? I'll show this kid. Yeah, I'll call him. I'll call him for some ticky tack stuff. Um, Benson then skates the bench and he's still talking like he's still talking to the ref again, nothing crazy, nothing over the top or outlandish, but he's just having a conversation still. And he goes to the bench and I see Don Granado kind of walk over towards him. And now he starts talking with Benson and I'm completely speculating. So this is really almost reckless in my own, right? Cause I don't know what he's saying. Um, but it looked like to me that there was a conversation being had there between Granado and Benson. And I don't know, it could have been one of two things. It could have been, Hey, what was the ref saying? That's it. Or two, it could have been, Hey, I need you to, I need you to not talk to the ref. Yeah, it's your first game. It's your first period. I need you to not have a 30 second conversation at center ice with, with the ref when you leave the box. And you just to skate to the bench because you got other things to focus on. It's your first game. We need we need to settle you down. You know, I, I just wonder about that moment because Benson then I thought there were other couple of moments. Um, you know, and really the worst moment he had of the game was it only one, really bad one on the ice, I thought. He was completely at fault for the Chris Kreider goal. At the 1134 mark of the third period, you just, he got caught puck staring. He got caught puck puck watching. That is a cardinal sin for young players in hockey. And, and you know what? It's not just young players. Everybody does it. But he got caught staring at the puck. Rasmus Dahlin had his man. Dahlin pushed his man to the outside. And Benson had zero awareness that Chris Kreider was sneaking in behind him. None. And the puck went through his legs, and it was a tap-in goal. He's got his, his, to have his head up. He's got to have his awareness up to know that that player is going backdoor behind him. That was his worst moment on the ice. So a couple of weird moments, one bad one, one that I don't really know a lot about, but it was interesting to see that interaction on the bench. Um, but on the overall, I do think he was fine. I thought he was pretty good. He had nice moments. And, um, yeah, I think we need to see more. You know, he's got eight games left in this nine-game stint. All right. Make sure there's nothing else I want to get to on this game on the ice. We'll talk more about it, I'm sure, next time. Um, oh, arena stuff. That's next. We'll get to that when we come back on Locked on Sabres. We are brought to you by Jace Medical. Jace Case. The Jace Case provides five life-saving antibiotics for emergency use. All it takes to get a Jace Case is fill out a simple online form and in some cases jump on a quick call with one of their board certified physicians, get ongoing care from uh, their physicians on any treatment related question, doctor created, doctor recommended. Um, If you go to JaceMedical.com right now, you'll get $20 off on these life-saving antibiotics today from Jace Medical by using the code Locked On at checkout on Jace Medical. Everyone should be empowered to care for themselves and their loved ones during the unexpected. Check out the Jace case. JaceMedical.com, $20 off these life-saving antibiotics with the promo code LOCKEDON. Final segment here on the Locked On Savers podcast. Thanks for making us your first listen every day Uh cool to be in the arena. Although it was a five to one loss. I it was a good night. You know, we I met some friends out at at a uh an establishment within walking distance um nearby. I got a chance to see the party in the plaza. There was a drum band playing, which was cool. They had some food out there, a lot of people hanging out. The weather turned out to be perfect for the party in the plaza. Um, and then we go into the arena. And I teased this a little bit on the podcast and also talked about on the radio. That there was supposedly this big investment, this big effort by Delaware North, who does the arena food, to make the arena food better. Simply put, give good options in the arena. I have been one of the harshest critics of the food options in the arena for as long as I can remember. To me, it has been one of the blights on this franchise that. I mean, honestly, like I don't even think it's overstating it that if you're a fan that wants to go to games consistently, wants to have season tickets, you have to make other arrangements. You have to make sure you eat before and make plans to eat after. You can't trust. You just can't eat at the arena. You can, You haven't been able to do it because it's, one, expensive, and two, not good. It's never been good. So you know what? I went on with an open mind, though. All right. It, it, it seems like they've made an effort and let's see what you got. Let's see what you got. So I go in, me and my brother go in like maybe 35 minutes early and we go to, there's like a, like a Coca-Cola corner in the arena, this new, uh, like little place that they put um, in. And although their food options they have littered throughout the arena, but in this place, like it just, it looked brand new. So let's go there. So we're looking at the menu and everything looks good. Everything looks creative you know, it really reminded me of a brewery menu, you know, like a brewery, a good brewery food menu. So I decided all right, I'm gonna get the fried chicken sandwich. It's got, it's got like a cool slaw on it, like a, a, a interesting sauce. It's got bacon on it and it looks pretty good. And the way they were doing it was they were kind of making one like every minute, every two minutes. And they were just throwing them out on these warming trays. Um, and then after a couple of minutes, if it didn't go, they would literally just toss it. Um, which I guess is good. Like it can't cost that much to make those, but I, I don't know. Maybe it does. Um. Anyways, not the point. So I get the fried chicken sandwich. Um, I get it, and I'm, I'm a fried chicken sandwich connoisseur. I, I might declare myself to be. This was not even just good for an arena fried chicken sandwich. It was, it was great. It was just simply great. It was like what I would expect at a good brewery is the, is the way I, I was putting it to people. If I were to go to a, a brewery that I knew had good food, this was the this was the sandwich that I'd be expecting and the fries that I'd be expecting. They were seasoned fries. They were they, honestly, I was almost blown away at how good it was. Like I I thought, okay, it'll be better. You know, it can't be worse. So it's got to be a little bit better at least. I really did not consider it could be that good. Now, it's one meal I had, so Take it with a grain of salt. I'm not saying it's perfect. Maybe it's an anomaly, but hey, man, like I'm one for one so far. Um, I don't want to eat too much at the arena because you know that can uh, that can pack them on a little bit. But if I, but now I feel like hey, if I'm at, if I'm showing up late because I got something before the game or I just can't go out before the game, like, and I feel like oh, I got to eat in the arena before, I would dread it. Like I would get, I'd find like Rachel's, really, is what I would try to do. Um, but that was it. Like before it's like oh I don't really I want to make any pretzel like pretzel nuggets like now I feel like I have real options. Um so that's really cool and there were some other arena stuff that looked cool as well. Um there were diff- more decorations I think littered throughout the throughout the rink. Um there were there were more drink carts throughout the rink as well. You know, things just looked newer. So I wonder in that new that Coca-Cola corner it looks like they just built it. So Little bit of an arena investment. We know more of that is coming. Jumbotron, a new roof, like some of the bigger stuff is coming down the road. But it looks like they've got it, the ball rolling a little bit, uh, and I'm glad they started with the uh, the food options because that was the seats and the food were the two things that were as bad as it could be. So seats, hopefully, are next. All right, that's for that's it. Five one rangers over the Sabers zero and one to start the Buffalo Sabers season. The Sabers are next in action at home on Tuesday. 7.30 against the Lightning, but they're on the road Saturday at 7.30 at the New York Islanders. We'll talk about that game next time. Thanks, everybody, for listening. Hopefully, it gets better. I'm sure it will. Can't get worse than 5-1. to one. Thanks for listening to Lockdown Savers, making us your first listen every day, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day.